I dove into the water, slicing neatly into the cold blue. Four long frog kick strokes under the surface, and then I came up and took a deep breath. My muscles immediately settled into a steady crawl stroke, carrying me toward the peninsula mainland. I had a small waterproof scuba diving bag on my back, holding the essentials, wallet, keys, phone, a t-shirt, flip-flops. I kept a steady pace until I felt my feet brush the sandy bottom. And then I stood up, flinging my hair back and smoothing it down. I trudged ashore, breathing hard, muscles trembling. This early in the morning, my beach was empty. It wasn't really technically my beach, since I didn't own it, but I thought of it as mine all the same. Very few people came here, not this far north on the peninsula. It was a secluded spot, a good twenty-plus miles away from the bustle of downtown Traverse City, and it was out of the way even for the constant flow of winery traffic on the peninsula itself. It suited me. I could stock my truck with a towel and a change of clothes, lock it, leave it parked nearby at the post office, and swim out to the island that was my home. I had a boat, of course, but I preferred to swim when the weather allowed. I scrubbed my hand over my wet hair, sluicing water down my chest and back, and then stretched, yawning and squeezing my eyes closed, rolling the tension out of my shoulders. When I came out of the stretch, I saw her. Five-eight, long blonde hair with dark roots, a body that made my mouth go dry, curvy, solid, luxurious expanses of flesh. She wore a pair of cut-off jean shorts and an orange bikini top. God in heaven, who was she? I'd never seen her before. There was no way on earth I could ever forget seeing this girl. She was, without a doubt, the most gorgeous creature I'd ever seen. I stood, frozen, thigh-deep in the water, staring, blatantly. I needed to know her name. I needed to hear the sound of her voice. She'd have a voice like music to match the symphony that was her body. The need to move closer was an automatic response. My feet carried me through the water toward the girl. She was sitting on the beach about thirty feet away from me. A towel was spread beneath her, and she had her nose buried in a book. I couldn't make out the title, but it didn't matter. My attention was on her. On the way her hair fell in a loose braid over her bare shoulder. On her arm, the way it flexed as she scratched her knee. She looked up from her book and saw me. Our eyes met for the briefest of instants. In that moment, something inside me shivered and burned. And then she looked back at her book, almost too quickly, too intently. I walked straight past the girl. Why? Why couldn't I get myself to talk? I couldn't make my body stop. It had been almost a year now. I should be over what had happened. But I wasn't, obviously. I couldn't even get a simple hello past my lips. My feet carried me to my truck, and I didn't look back. I wanted to look back. I needed to. Her skin had been fair, flawless, looking satin smooth and needing touch. My touch. I dug my keys from the dry bag, unlocked my restored red and white two-tone 1968 Ford F-150. I toweled myself off and drove to the winery, thinking about her. About the expression on her face. It had been tortured, conflicted, as if the beach itself held as much pain as it did promise. 
That was a ridiculous, nonsensical thought. I couldn't possibly know that about her. But it was what I'd seen when I looked at her, and it made me want to know her even more. What could have caused her such pain? How could a beach cause such conflicted emotion?